today on episode 8 of the Impact Academy podcast, I got a chance to sit down with a fellow colleague of mine who I've admired for quite some time. Her name is Ashley A.J. Johnson, and she is the owner of Breaking Barriers. She is an online coach as well, and it was nice to chat with her about how she started, her coaching philosophy, and her love of pizza. So check it out. My name is Kyle Norman, and I'm here to make an impact on your fitness, your nutrition, your mindset, and your life. This is the Impact Academy Podcast. Here we go. All right. All right. Episode, oh shoot, number eight, I think. Uh, second guest, Ashley Johnson. Uh, AJ, do you go by AJ or Ashley? Do you have a oh, AJ. AJ? AJ. All right. How long have you gone by AJ for? Seventh grade. Since seventh, seventh grade? grade yep. Nice. Yep. Was that a parent's nickname, friends, or your own? <laughs> it was my seventh grade softball coach, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was there a lot of Ashleys on your team? That's a good question. I don't remember that. Um, but my name is so generic that I'm yeah. sure they wanted to make it more unique. For sure. Yeah. Our son's name is jackson jackson james norman we call him he goes by jj but in here it's either it's just j mm. like we don't say jj it's like one extra that's syllable. like too much work you know <laughs> and then if, obviously if he gets in trouble it's jackson mm. yeah so but, but yeah so aj is a trainer coach uh we met 2017 2016 i forget so, what year it was like that 2017, way back when think, yeah. um how long have you been training for like when did you start? I officially started in 2014, I think it was. Yeah. So what's that? Okay. Eight years? That's no, eight six years. years? Yeah. Long Shoot, time. Six. Feels like a long time. Yeah. Um, was that out of college then, or did you do something before coaching or training? So I was actually, so I went to UMD to play softball. And then after graduating, I went back up to coach softball, help out. And that was kind of my future, I thought. And that year I coached, I kind of realized, and I don't know if it's talked a lot about, but just because you enjoyed playing the game doesn't mean you'll make the best coach. Like you'll have the passion to play the, or to coach the sport. Yep, for sure. And I learned that. And while I was learning that, I was going to an Anytime Fitness up there and they had an open position for a part-time trainer and my wife was like, why don't you just apply for it? And yeah. I did and it kind of changed the nice. trajectory of my life. So did you go to college for exercise science or whatever? Okay, yep. so you had yep. the background already in the yep. certifications and you just moved into the position. Yes, nice. yeah, okay. which I'm grateful for because I had no clue what the, what the hell I was gonna do. Yeah, I mean, in college, you learn, like, the, the sciences, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the anatomy, the physiology, where the muscles are, all that stuff. But when it comes to telling, like, somebody how to do a squat and then perform reps and coach them on that, I had no idea what to do, you no. know? No. If you get a good internship, it's going to help you a lot, you know? But my internship, I basically just stood there and, you know, watched. <laughs> Wasn't a lot of, like, hands-on yeah, stuff, yeah. you know? So. When I came to look for a job, I was like a little hesitant on looking for one, but then I found a job that, you know, 
help me along the way. So yeah, yeah. But so you were at any time for how long? I was. Let's see. So it was 2014. We moved down in 2016. So I was working up there for two years. Loved it. I loved Duluth area. But my family's down here in the cities, and my wife's is down in Iowa. So we spent a lot of time on the road. Um, but moved to another anytime. And yep. So. Nice. Yeah, the Globo Gym. You know, not that anytime's a Globo Gym, but I've worked at um, some private global gym i guess you could say and then like the ymca that kind of thing mm -hmm. it's a di it's different mm -hmm. you know than what we do now yes um <clears throat> you being an online trainer as well um i feel we were just talking about this a little bit ago but like i feel i could connect with people more online than i can with them in person you know because you only see them for that one hour yes or it, whether it's multiple times a week and I feel like the back and forth emails, the phone calls, it's you can get a lot more. I should say accomplished, but you There's can more depth. More depth, yeah, yes. yeah, in your conversations than you can that one hour. Yes, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, I think you'd probably agree in that you wouldn't trade that experience of being in person for anything because it teaches you so sure. much. You work with a, such a wide variety of people and. Without that, how do you know who you want to work with? Exactly. Or what you're good at. Yep. Yep. Obviously, it's good for like the technical aspect, like yes. how to coach a squat or a bench press right. or, you know, those technical lifts. But when it comes to like coaching them through a habit or mm -hmm. trying to change their mindset, you know, there's no phone, time for that. Zoom, yeah. email, all, bunch, all those things. Yes. You know, yeah, yes. there's no time for that in the hour it, session. No, no. You know, but. Uh, when did you move online? You know, it was kind of a slow, real slow transition. Um, when I when, actually when I moved down to the city, so that was in 2016, I first kind of learned about online training and, and hearing about the pros with it. And so I started by coming up with the name. Of course, you got to come up with a cool name. Sure. Yep. Yep. And learning how the hell to put together a website, and that was a lot of wasted time. But it was basically waking up early and, you know, grinding on it, and at night maybe an hour. So a real slow transition, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, online training's fairly new. I don't mm -hmm. know when it started, but um, there's no blueprint for it. Plus, it's your own business to yep. so try and figure out all that stuff. Yep. You know, it's so it's a lot of. I think I spend most of my time doing like the back end work than yes. making programs or actually coaching. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of like, you know, social media stuff, which you're great at. You know, if anybody <laughs> wants to see some cool videos, follow AJ on Facebook and <laughs> Instagram. Um, but yeah, a lot of that, especially if you're trying to get your business to grow, you yes. know, so it's a lot of that, a lot of content writing, um, let alone like the software and a lot of other stuff. You wear you know? a lot of hats. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's, you know, and you probably like the flexibility of it. For sure. Yes. You know, I'm not sure what your hours are, but I'm guessing it's not to nine to five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could describe what they are. Yeah. But, yeah it's kind yes. of all over the place. Yeah. But um, what's your coaching or your business name again? Breaking Barriers Fitness is the, the brand name. Okay. Okay. And is there a, a story behind Breaking Barriers or is there... There is. A reason you picked that? Yeah. You know, and it, it actually stems from a whole different concept. 
my wife and I, I still remember we were driving down 35 on our way to Iowa one weekend and we were talking about, cause she by trade is a mental health therapist. Mm. And we thought, oh, I mostly thought how cool it would be to incorporate physical nutrition and mental health in one unit at the time I, I wanted to have like a physical space. Yep. And we kind of just, I won't say stumbled upon, but rolled into breaking barriers because breaking barriers can mean so many different things. Mm -hmm. And it continues to mean different things for me and my clients. And so when we, I think Katie's is the one who said it and I was like, Oh yes, that, that is it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so her being a mental health therapist, she, by trade, she's director of operations now and and the building she's in. Oh, nice. I mean, as a coach, a lot of mental health stuff going on. Oh yeah. Right. Stress, you know, other emotions. Um, so, you know, one of our hats again is therapist. Yeah. In a way, you know, in a way way. I've had a few clients just, you know, on our calls, just kind of break down, not even about like exercise or whatever, just like stuff going on in their life. Yeah. You know, so you got, you know, just talk to them and listen to them and, that kind of stuff so it's definitely stuff you didn't learn in school it's (laughs) and i don't know like with your school it was umd was so focused on athletes like that's what exercise science was focused on Mm -hmm. and so working with real people with real lives and kids and real problems that was uh learn as you go kind of thing and Yeah. yeah did you in college plan to work with athletes more so than like the general population I would say if I had a plan, it was originally I wanted to go into PT and I quickly thought that was going to be way too monotonous for me. And then it was coaching, whether that be softball or being a strength coach and the, the lifestyle, the constant travel. And then honestly, there's not a lot of jobs out there for that. It just, mm-hmm. so it started, yes, when I was in school, I was like, this would be perfect. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I started out initially, in college anyway, wanting to be like a, a strength coach or whatever. But, you know, and I, I did that probably in 2007. And it was awesome working with the team and, and mm-hmm. seeing, you know, kids excel in their sport and that kind of stuff. But there's also something you said about improving someone's life, you know, having them see them lose 50 pounds, right? Or getting yes. off medication or yes. having them call you and say, oh, I can finally, you know, play with my grandkids, something like that. Yes. That's huge too. You know, because as as I get older, you know, my main goal was to like longevity, right? Mm -hmm. Be there for your kids as long as you can, right? So that just helps me identify or relate to clients that I work with. Yes. You know, because I'm not playing no, you know, college sport right now. So (laughs) (laughs) not that definitely not. But um, what would you say if you took like your your whole clientele? What would be like the one main thing they struggle with or like top three yeah (laughs) if i can't say one i think the overarching thing is well okay i'll give you three one is probably their own we'll say self-confidence or their their view of themselves Mm, right sure rope worthiness into that yep Second would be just prioritizing themselves. Yeah. 
I mean, whether that most of that is being a mom, but right. there are some yep. where it's their job takes priority, right? And then probably the not sure, not sure where to start kind of thing, like sure. knowing they need to do something, maybe having a general idea of what to do, but having no idea of what the blueprint is. Probably similar to how we felt when we started our businesses. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And um, yeah, I'd probably say similar to me to you, you know, accountability's in there. We could probably toss that in there somewhere. Um, yeah, self, self, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth yes. is a big one. Self-compassion is definitely something they need to work on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I get so much of the, the black and white, oh, right? Yes. Like, oh, All I, or I had a thinking. beer and a pizza on Saturday, yeah. so I didn't track my food the rest of the week because I just ate like crap. Yep. You know, so I get that. I get that quite a bit. But, but trying to tell someone that it's okay to have a beer and pizza once in a while is... Um, it's hard for them to grasp, I think, once in a while. Yeah. But. And I don't know why, if that's like ingrained in our society, our culture, or where that comes from, but it seems to be a, a pretty common struggle to live in that kind of gray area. Yeah. I have a few that have shifted their mindset to that. And I can tell that, one, they're seeing better results mm-hmm. in the long term. Yep. Right? They're sticking with it longer than they yes. would have otherwise. Um, but I think it just eases the the pressure a little bit too. Yes. You know, knowing that you can slip up once in a while. Right. Um, you know, having someone say that's okay. Yes. But yes, definitely. Um, is your clientele mostly female or mostly male? Mostly female. Mostly female. Yes. Okay. And what would be your like age range? I would probably say the majority fall in like the 35 to 55 range. Okay. That's probably, that's pretty close to me too. I don't, I think if you, if you don't specialize in a certain demographic, I think that's just where the cards fall is like yes. in that age They're range. And most that, active on yeah. social media, they yeah. communicate with, that's their friends. And, sure. You know, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would be, or who has been your biggest success success story? I know I've seen a few posts online, <laughs> and I don't want you to single one person out and be like, oh, these other ones aren't, you know, up to par. But if you, you know, to pick, that maybe, is hard. I I don't. There's so many single, things you can yes. judge success by. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's there, not just weight loss. Yes. You know. Of course, we could you know, pull out who had the best transformation picture, but that's for those who know me, you know, that that's not, that's a side effect of what I focus on. Um, there's a handful. I won't say by name. I won't cause I don't want to make anyone feel bad. If, sure. If, but well, if you guys want to know, go are. check out Ash or AJ's uh, Facebook. She posts them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're honestly, I would say the best transformations uh, for me as a coach is when, I see a switch in someone's confidence level in their own body, whether that be they suddenly like to work out because they feel like a a badass in the gym or even like what you talked about, the Mm -hmm. clients who can live in that gray area and they have like harnessed that, that confidence in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. I guess you could say like, you know, if you define success, who's most successful to you? 
right? Not yes. saying that like, oh, this person lost 50 pounds or whatever, you know, because right. this person could have lost 10, but feels amazing, you know? Exactly. She can move better. She, you know, has changed her whole diet and she's still progressing, right? Yes. So it's all kind of on a continuum. It is, yes. Know? So I guess you can't choose just one person. <laughs> and, and when it comes to weight loss, you know, that gets kind of tossed around and um, like, oh, I have to lose so much weight and this fast and that kind of stuff. And it's just a, a rush to lose the weight when, you know, you probably coach the same way. It's not, yes, you want to lose weight and that's probably your goal, but let's focus on like the low hanging fruit first with weight loss kind of being the, the, the byproduct. Exactly. Right. Yes. Let's focus on your mental health. Let's get better sleep. Let's eat better foods. Let's move better. Yes. You know, if you lose weight, awesome. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, I think we're very similar in our <clears throat> philosophies in that, that we care. I want to say like, we're the antidote to some of those products, those companies out there that focus on, you're going to lose this much weight in this much time. And then, you know, you're on your own. And then they don't talk about how many of those people gain the weight back. Right. Like right. we care more about are you fundamentally changing as a person? Are your habits different and change so and you will be successful for years afterwards? Exactly. Yeah. About. Like as a coach, obviously, and own your business, you want to make money and afford to to live a life or whatever. But I don't want to coach someone for more than six, seven, eight, nine months. You know, by that time, they should be pretty self-sufficient. Um, if they're coming to me for just like workout programming, that's fine. You know, I can do that forever, whatever. But if you're coming to me to lose weight, I want you to get to that point that you feel comfortable and then be able to shoot you out into the world. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't have to, you know, coach you for two, three years. Right. You know, I mean, I do have a few that have, that have been with me for a while and but and that's I probably think the so, focus is different. Yes. Yeah, and that's probably more so the relationship you have with that person. Right, and right? the comfort that they feel with the community. Yeah, yeah, yep, for sure. And obviously, with a work with a trainer or a coach, you're going to get into pretty deep conversations. You know, and that person's sure. going to trust you, and you know, maybe they they miss seeing you, talking to you, whatever. So, you know, maybe that's one reason why they stick with you. True. Yeah. You know. It's kind of like, in a way, not to keep relating to therapists, but there is a lot of parallels. I mean, I don't know. I, we, I have a therapist and I consider her my therapist. I haven't seen her in a while, but I, I will. And it's mm -hmm. not, uh, it's not always just to meet the end goal, right? It's like you, you go through these different phases or seasons of your health and fitness journey. And sometimes you, need to rely on someone a little bit more or you come back to them, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oops. Um, on your own philosophy for your lifestyle, what do you focus on the most? Pizza. Pizza? Just kidding. That was a good answer. Um, <laughs> you mean like fitness Like nutrition? is it more, um, yeah, fitness nutrition, do you kind of take the same approach you take with clients? Like yes. working on habits and stuff or is it like just going to train hard and try and hit certain goals? Yeah, I would say that uh, my philosophy or my system is born out of my own 
experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, focusing on all the mindset things. And like for me, the mindset stuff is taking time for meditation and doing affirmations and visualization. Some of those things that maybe some people think is too woo woo, but for me has, has really made a huge difference in mental health. And as far as training, yeah, I mean, I want my, my ladies that I work with and men to be badasses. I want them to feel Mm. like a badass in the gym. And that's what I intend to do every time I go in the gym and nutrition wise, I'm, I'd like to be a human who does have pizza sure. and donuts yep. sometimes, <laughs> sipping on a high, high exactly. noon here. Or drinking some high noons. <laughs> but guilt-free and be able to know, like, is this food nourishing my soul like this right now, or is mm-hmm. it nourishing my body like a, a chicken salad would later? So Yeah. Yeah. You're PN certified, right? Mm-hmm. PN. Yep. Um, as am I. Uh, I really take into account their approach. Yes. Right? Like, eat good food, move, that kind of thing. Um, I use their their food guide, their green, oh, yeah. yellow, red yep. guide a lot. Yep. And as I go through it, so I usually go through that with new clients, we get to the red food. You would think like red food, no, I'm not going to eat that ever. But it actually says eat less. Now I say like, it says eat less for a reason because all food has a place and a meaning. Once you start restricting foods, that's when we get into like some murky water. So if you... If you're going to eat some red food, save it for like a event or something special or, you know, not for like coping with stress or exactly. an emotion. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So use it for like fellowship with friends or something, you know, a social outing. Because, um, again, all food has its place. It does. But, it does. Um, what are you currently doing for your own training? Hmm. Anything specific? You know... I like doing a variety of different events. Uh, we both have done powerlifting, and I, I enjoy running half marathons. Never thought I would say that <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, biking, all that stuff. And so the, the pandemic has certainly uh, thrown a wrench into things like yeah. that. But right now, it's it's just focusing, honestly, on overall strength. But I have... A chronic low back issue that I'm really trying to I feel my age mm-hmm. we'll say that and things aren't as smooth as they used to be so I'm trying to learn how to cope with it but at the same time maximize what I can do in the gym so that it's the least amount painful possible nice so no competitions coming up on the horizon oh do you nothing yet you signed no. up Nothing. no I did a CrossFit meet back in November it was fun, but the training period, like I get antsy or stressed out if I miss a workout, mm. right? If I have my plan mapped out and I miss a day for whatever reason, because kids or life, I get, I get stressed. And that shows through to, <laughs> towards the wife and the kids. <laughs> so I don't necessarily like feeling that. Yeah. Um, and it does take a lot of time. You know, to train for things, powerlifting, CrossFit, all that stuff, yeah. you know, takes you away from family responsibilities and job responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather, I'd rather uh, train on my, on my own time and at my own pace. Yeah. Uh, under my own conditions. Yeah. So if I miss something out here, I can just go in the house and like my wife is doing right now, she's doing lunges in the kitchen. 
Because <laughs> she had to work I late. I love it. She had to work late, and we knew, she knew we were going to do this in the garage. <laughs> but she could work down the So background. she's doing some uh, lunges in the house. <laughs> just get it done. But, like, that kind of thing, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing, nothing coming up. Do you find yourself, like, shiny object syndrome when it comes to <laughs> All the freaking time. <laughs> Not just training. Like, I don't know how many subscriptions I had to, like, different software. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the business. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that app looks cool, or that would make my life way easier. Like, every month I have to go through my... <laughs> my income report and like unsubscribe to these <laughs> stupid subscriptions that I pay 10 bucks a month for. Mm-hmm. But as training wise, yeah, I mean, I just like our clients, I don't really like to do my own programming because I feel like if I have to answer to somebody else, I'm, I'm more accountable. Yep. I have to be more accountable. So, um, I currently follow a plan from a guy that I've, been following on Instagram for quite a while. Um, it's nice. It fits what I want to do. Yeah. Um, it addresses some of my weaknesses. But, but yeah, I mean, all the time. Yeah. Like, if I see a new program, I download it, check it out before I subscribe to it. I'm sure people think we're weird um, for saying that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm always on Instagram kind of scoping out. And just for, like, more, like, interest, too. Like, oh, what's that person? What's yeah. their philosophy? What are they doing? Exactly. It's you know? it's research at the same yeah. time. Yeah, Who are you following right now? Marcus Philly. He's a CrossFit athlete. He's been... He did CrossFit for a while. But his big thing is move well, look better. Mm. You know? So I'm a big emphasis on the move well part as yeah. I age. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. It's funny so, how that shifts. As we exactly. Yeah. So... Powerlifting, CrossFit, I always had injuries. I always mm-hmm. had like nagging elbows mm-hmm. or I'd pull my back and I'd be out for a couple of days. Yep. And I'm knock on wood, injury free so far. Um, but I feel good. So must be working mm-hmm. or doing something. Good. But, but yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then nutrition wise, do you guys, um, who's the cook in the house? I'm the cook, and Katie would own that, but primarily, she likes to cook, but I work from home. She sure. works, she drives an hour to work okay. and back, so we have a pretty good system where she'll text me when she's leaving, and I try to make food in time for us to eat when she gets home, Okay, so nice. I like cooking, and I don't feel like it's yep. something I have to do or anything sure. like that. How about no, you guys? that's nice. Um, yeah, we kind of... Uh, we have different responsibilities, so we'll make a, our menu at the start of the week, you know, mm-hmm. um, for our grocery list and stuff. And uh, we delegate, like, if it's something that needs to be thawed, like, she'll take it out in the morning, and then I'll usually cook it at night. Um, but with kids, like... You put them to work? They go grocery shopping? Fuck, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> not do not bring, I do not bring kids grocery shopping if I don't have to. Um but our oldest now will eat pretty much whatever. He had a, a finicky phase that he would only eat certain things. Our, do- our youngest two, definitely in the finicky phase. Like <laughs> if it's not chicken nuggets, noodles, it's like you have to force feed it. Noodles. Yeah, they could eat chicken nuggets, noodles every day, all day. But um, me and my wife's philosophy is, well, recently we've tried to cut out all processed foods. So, which has been a little tricky because processed foods are very abundant. 
they're easy to make they're fast um so you know with the exception of like a a sprouted grain bread Mm -hmm. we've done pretty good you know we'll plan our cheat meals yep right so we'll look ahead the calendar look at our social calendar be like okay that night we're going to a friend's house i don't want to have them to make something to fit my lifestyle (laughs) so i'm just gonna eat whatever they have right right you know so I think, and that's why I tell my clients too, I mean, you maybe say this as well, but like, don't let cheat, cheat meals dictate you. Like you tell them when you're going to have them, Yeah. right? Put them in your, in your calendar. You know, I wouldn't say as many as you want, but frequently enough where you feel like you can get a control of it. And it's not like you're craving things exactly. every day. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we do. Um, I guess we're feeling pretty good. Um, I don't have like a weight loss going or anything, but again, it's more just feeling better. Yeah. Um, what have okay. you noticed? Definitely my, well, this could be a combination of a few things. So when I was doing CrossFit, a lot of snatching, a lot of cleaning, so a lot of stress in the elbows. Mm-hmm. I had pretty chronic, uh, I guess it'd be tennis elbow. Inflammation in my elbows. Mm-hmm. All gone. I don't know if that's not cl- wow. snatching and cleaning anymore or... Just the elimination of sugar. Yeah. Who, who you know? cares? Right. Either way, it's working. Yeah. So I feel good. That's awesome. But yeah, you know, the high noons we're drinking, probably not <laughs> super processed, but... This is straight from the right. tree. You ain't going to find them in a creek or something, <laughs> you know. Uh, but but yeah. Um, one question I was going to ask you is, and we've kind of already touched on this, but throughout school, mm-hmm. like you... I never thought that I would be talking to somebody about like their emotions and how to deal with that kind of stuff, right? Like how to get better sleep. I knew like sleep was good, but at that at that age and what I wanted to do is like, why do I need to know this? You know? And it's like in psychology, like I took psychology course, like we all probably had to for a pre, for a general. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back now, like a lot of that stuff is coming up. Yeah. Right. So, you know, as we kind of go through our coaching and adapting and stuff, I'm always looking for new books, right? You read a lot of books too. Um, New books to help like understand how how people think and how to like help change their perspective and and get them to, you know, change their self-limiting beliefs and that kind of stuff. Right. You know, Um, so one of the books... And I haven't read it for a while, but is uh, Unfuck Yourself. I yes. forget the author. I think he's Is that British? Gary Bishop? No. Oh, I think he is Gary Bishop. Yeah, there's it is. One that, there's another Gary one Bishop. that's like the subtle art. Subtle art of not of, giving a fuck? Yeah, and I get him Yeah, it's one of those two. One, yeah. one of the fucks. I forget what it is. <laughs> but that one was pretty good. Um, again, I haven't read it for a while, but I, it did help me. Just to kind of like tell people like just whatever you're doing, it's an obstacle. That's all it is. Get over it. There's no such thing as failure. It's always like a lesson. Yes. Right? Like if you gave in, yeah, reframe your thinking. If you gave in to like that cheat meal, don't worry about it. Brush it off. But then ask yourself, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. You know, like what were you thinking at that point? What was the emotion? How did your day go? So if that situation comes up again, what could be a plan B? Yes. Right. Instead of giving in to the pizza. Yes. You know, stuff like that. But absolutely. 
do you have clients that come to you um, that have tried other things and failed in the past and now they're afraid to start something new? Oh, absolutely. I get that quite a bit. Yeah. I think a lot of the mainstream programs, and not to sit and, and bag on them, but we won't call them out, but there's a lot sure. that people have, either they, they were successful, but they weren't able to maintain it, or it was just, it didn't get them anywhere. I feel like it, everything you just explained, it doesn't have that, like this overarching theme of building awareness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of our main focuses, right? Is the way we coach nutrition, especially is like, how's that food make you feel? Or how'd you feel after eating that food sure. instead of just eat this and then move this way and you'll get to, you know, A plus B equals C and forgetting yep. about all the other stuff in yep. there. Yeah, for sure. Um, she was going to bring up a point. You got a good yeah. book right there. That's... <laughs> Atomic Habits. Yep. You're starting that book club, right? <laughs> I was joking. I, 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 in my uh, client community, we do lives uh, multiple times a week and I, they're probably sick of me talking about the book. It's like a textbook yeah. of my group, but it's, so they all bought it and I was just joking okay. that we were starting one, but it's, it's good. If you want to change some habits, I mean, start with that book. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, there's a lot of books that they're like hype books, right? They like get you in the, the mindset that gets you excited. But this one's like practical stuff you can do and it's easy yeah. read. Easy yeah. Listen. I've read the book probably two times through and then I've listened to it. It's an entirety on audible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely good. Um, yeah, going back to like the, the online programs that other people put out. Yeah. You know, a lot of them, um, it takes a special person to get through them by themselves, right? You need to be intrinsically motivated because you're not going to try to get that from like outside yourself. Right. You know, unless mm-hmm. unless the coach is doing like some groups or some Facebook lives or something. But, you know, if you're just buying like a one-off program, you know, right. if you're not motivated and you have the right resources then your success rate is going to be pretty low yes i mean i've definitely bought into programs more so along like the self-development line or you know coaching tools where there was no guidance whatever it's all on your own and i didn't see it through uh-huh you know done that yeah. many times you know especially like you know if you see like a free a uh, 14-day challenge mm-hmm. or free something. Now you, you've done some of these too, but like I always try and offer like Facebook groups or message yes. boards or like Zooms or lives or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, try and keep people engaged. You're, yes. you're not going to keep everyone engaged. There's going to be people who yeah, fall off for yes. whatever reason. But if you're out there looking for a program, make sure you, it has some accountability. It has somebody that will answer your questions not just like a faq yes right somebody you can go to for you know for guidance or whatever yes so that's my opinion yeah no 100 percent. i think the community piece of it so whether it's a facebook group where you have a live where other people are commenting like it just provides that extra layer of yes accountability but also a kind of excitement i mean i know i don't tell me if you agree with this but Sometimes people's initial hesitation to doing online coaching is they want the environment of the gym or they want to be able to, you know, meet in person and have yep. that social piece. And yep. it's like, 
I think my clients get more of a community in what we have now than they did if they went to the gym right now and met with a trainer once a week. Sure, Because they're not absolutely. getting to know the other members in the gym, really. Yep. You know? So they're missing that. And, and also knowing that other people are in your shoes. You're not the only one who's experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, people who like going to the gym, maybe they like to have the coach spot in there because they don't want to get hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if your goal is weight loss, you know, we could do a lot with very little as far as movement goes, mm-hmm. but changing other things in your life. Nutrition, sleep, stress, all that stuff. Yes. Like I could give you three exercises you could do each day, get it, hit a step goal, yep. but start changing your diet. Yep. Start changing your mindset. Start changing your sleep. And you'll probably get better results if you were to go and bust your butt in a gym yes. for three days a week, four days a week, and not change those things. Exactly. Yes. You know? Yes. So. There's like an over, like people are over-focused on the right thing to do in the gym, and they don't focus enough on all those other elements. Yeah. Sleep, mindset. Right water stuff that we couldn't hit in a session as far as like yes. talking about it yes you know um so if you're looking for weight loss and that's your only goal you don't need to go bust your butt in the gym for five days a week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my my opinion you can do a you can do a lot towards that goal with other things um but if you have like a strength goal you have a performance goal aesthetics goal like you want to build muscle and have a six pack or whatever, or you're training for a show or something, obviously then is a little, a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. But if you're just looking for like a lifestyle change, then, you know, you don't need to do a boot camp class six days a week right. and try to burn maximum amount of calories and kill yep. yourself and eat a thousand calories oh. a day. <laughs> <laughs> There's been, I've had at least just in the past like month, I've had to reverse diet a few people because their intake was like a thousand. One meal a day, which is usually dinner, which is a thousand calories because they haven't eaten all day. And then a granola bar for breakfast. Oh, hurts. Yeah. It hurts to hear yeah. that. I had one, one client in particular who was around 1,200 calories. He's probably six foot 250 eating 1,200 calories. Wow. We bumped him up to 1,800, put a focus on protein, and eliminated, well, I shouldn't say eliminated, but dropped his processed foods down quite a bit, mm-hmm. and he's down 25 pounds in a month, or not in a month, three months. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So if you're out there eating 1,000 calories, just stop. Right. and <laughs> Unless you weigh like 85. <laughs> <clears throat> and we're probably not talking to you. <laughs> probably not talking to you. Yeah, well, I don't think people understand either that, like, when you eat less, your body naturally will slow itself down. Like, you won't move as much. Like, you just burn less energy. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, we've talked about a lot of what clients need to do and what they do, but what have you done for your own, like, self development? In general, in life or business? Let's say, let's go business. Like how, how, what have you done to become a better coach? Oh, 
so how we were talking about shiny object syndrome with training sometimes i have that with business too Mm -hmm. um i i have invested in three different coaching programs and gotten a ton of knowledge out of all of them um i think it's this constant balance of trying to learn more about like what you talked about social media how to how to mess it like speak to people in a way Mm -hmm. that they're going to to listen and and get through to them impact them learning the behind the scenes stuff so whether it's learning apps or learning accounting or learning the best way to to coach people the psychology the the training the nutrition yep i would say it's it's kind of a constant either listening to a podcast episode reading a book watching videos i mean I think uh, I'm probably pretty boring because mm-hmm. I geek out over that stuff. That's all I listen to. I don't really listen to music anymore because it just feels like I don't have time to do that. I need right. to be learning these other things. Yep. Yep. So what about you? Yeah, I mean, probably in the past, well, I started KFA officially in 2018. So in the past four years, I mean, I, I've easily spent six, $7,000 on mm-hmm. programs, oh, yeah. coaches, oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, had two different business coaches that were awesome. Learned a lot from. More so on the business end of things, not necessarily on how to coach people. But right. um, PN, you know, mm-hmm. that was great. Yes. Did that for, I guess, whatever it was, three months or something. You did um, the second level of it too. I'm in it oh, right now. Twenty five percent left. It's a whole year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So precision nutrition level coach, coaching level two um, started last April. Okay. So, yeah. Worth that one's it? been great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep, definitely. Um, on the other business end of it, I just signed up for, well, I'm one month into a digital marketing course through Purdue. Okay. So it's like a six-month program. It's every Saturday, Sunday, 8 to noon. Cool. So it's all online. Wow. Um, so how to do the social media stuff, how to do ads and mm-hmm. stuff. And I, stuff I didn't know. So I'm definitely out of my element, uh, when it comes to that stuff. I mean, I've done like some things, but it gets a little deep once in a while. So that's been cool. Um, online trainer Academy mm-hmm. did that. Program, yeah. Um, there's been some other things too. I've been like an eight week boot camps type of things, but yeah, you get like nuggets from all these little things. Too yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then obviously reading books, podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. It's, and it doesn't have to even be like related to training, nutrition or coaching. It's just like general information that you can pass on to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So absolutely. Kind but, of regurgitate it. Yeah. Yeah. So coaches, coaches, hire coaches. They do. You know, if you want to you get need... better, you have to work with somebody who's been there and been better than you are. The most successful people have coaches in the world. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But oh, cool. Um, all right. So I have some questions that I, I try to ask every guest, even though you're just guest number two. Um, <laughs> what is your, you may have hinted this earlier, but what is your favorite cheat meal? Um, yeah, I have to go with pizza. pizza. I mean, it's hard. Is it a specific pizza or... Do you don't discriminate? For the most part, I don't discriminate. Okay. But if I had to choose a place that's like a 
reasonable place. It yeah. would be probably Punch Pizza. Punch Pizza? Okay. Yeah. And we're getting one in, in Apple Valley, so oh, I'm pretty nice. excited. They're about funny. Egan. Oh, yeah, you, I know. You live in Apple that's, Valley. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Too far. Yeah, it's true. It's not that's that far. Oh, what is your favorite room in your house and why? Well, this is dorky, but it's the home gym, of, <laughs> of course. course. I, mine isn't as nice as Norm's, but it's uh, when we were looking for a house. So we bought a house back in 2019. And I talk about the power of visualization. I was like picturing what, you know, I wanted a home gym because you had, you've been here for a while. You had this. We had this in 20. 20- 16. Okay. Yeah. So I remember seeing your videos and pictures. I'm like, oh, I want something like that. <laughs> and we found the house that we have, and they had uh, attached to their garage, like a work shop, or I don't know if they oh, did like not, okay. stuff that I don't know how to do. Yep. And I was like, this, this. I mean, this Katie knew from the beginning, like, yeah. wow, that's her home gym. <laughs> and it's been fantastic. My dad and I, we insulated it and done a lot of work, and it's Gotta like, have a heater in there. Joy. Yep, yep, yep. A couple of heaters yep. on timers, so it's nice and toasty right. when you get in there in yep, the morning. For sure. So, yes. That yeah, my, my, my gym has definitely been a progression. So we first bought our bought our first house in 2013. Oh, before that, we rented a condo in South Minneapolis. I had like a detached garage, like in a big row of garages. Yep. So I went and bought like this squat rack for 70 bucks. There was no heater in there, so I had like a little like space heater, which did nothing. <laughs> but I thought it was cool, and I built a platform and like painted a Norwegian flag on there. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst platform ever. You're so cool. Yeah, I know. But it was like half of our shit that wouldn't fit in the house, and then this one squat rack. Mm-hmm. And it worked just fine for what I had. Yep. Um, but this, since then, it's evolved into like different things. I've bought equipment. I've sold things. Yep. Like I've... I've bought and I've sold three different Airdyne bikes. Really? Yes. So I wow. I bought one, sold it, bought another one, sold it. Now Upgrades I'm, each I'm time. A, I see. Exact same. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's That's always funny. been. They've changed color. They're the old well, like matters. Schwinn Airdyne. Mm. Yeah, I went from gold to gray to now white. Mm. Yeah, Facebook finds. Nice. But, um, I did a podcast a little while ago about building a home gym. Yeah. Like if you want to build a home gym, go on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Don't, unless it's a specific piece of equipment, don't try to buy new, um, buy it used because weights and gym equipment hold their value pretty well. Like they don't really they do. break down. Um, so it yeah. was pretty tough at the beginning of the pandemic because, you know, people were price oh, gouging yeah. and stuff. And you couldn't get things. No, no. Oh yeah. Especially on Facebook for sure. No. Yeah. yeah on Facebook. Well, anywhere. I mean, we, yeah. we have those Bowflex dumbbell, the adjustable dumbbells. Oh yeah. And, Katie got them as a surprise, and I, I think she had ordered them in like April, and they came. It was like four months span that we yeah, waited. Yeah. So that was, they're awesome though. Yeah, but the home gym is definitely invaluable for sure. It is, for sure. Um, what is the last funny video you've ever you, you saw? That I saw. Yeah, the last funny video you saw. Norm, are you on TikTok? I tried. <laughs> Somebody told me I should be on there. I did it, but I haven't been back on. I don't even think I have it in my phone anymore. Wow, you should get like an award for that. I know. That you, it's like, do you remember the buckle game where you had to try to go into the buckle, touch the back wall, and leave without getting approached oh, by it? Okay. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I feel like TikTok, like if you 
you're if you left successfully without getting sucked in for mm-hmm. hours, like that's amazing. Yeah, it's. I mean, I spend most of my time on Instagram, Facebook Marketplace, and <laughs> Twitter. But I try that's to its own on, rabbit hole that you can fall in. Yeah, but TikTok has okay. people are funny and pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, half of my feed is like cat and dog videos. Cat and dog videos. So I yeah. was on TikTok before I came over here. So I'd have to say <laughs> something off of that. I share sis- or share videos with my sister all the time and so Okay. Probably something like that. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Um if you had an intro song, what would it be? So when you walked into my gym tonight, what song are we playing? Well little did you know that in college, actually, yeah, it was just college. I was in charge of the music, and uh, like I chose, I wanted to be. I didn't let yep. anyone else. And so you have walk-up songs. Okay. Okay. For sure. You got really into it, and I had a program kind of like what we're using now to help mm. you cut them up and all that. And I always picked terrible ones, terrible okay. songs. Like hindsight, I think I would. There's two. One, it's Kesha's song. And when I was coaching at any time, they yep. were obsessed with the song. You know what song I'm talking about? Woman. That'll, I don't know if it would pump you up I'd the have same to hear way. It, but I probably, yeah. But there's some swearing and sure, it gets yeah. you, you know, I'll probably listen to it as I leave. But um, that one, and then I'd probably go with like an oldie, like a, I feel like you can't go wrong with like an 80s, like, I guess, Maybe what's Led Zeppelin? He's or he's there. Seventies. Uh, Stairway to Heaven. No, I would do um. Shit. The the immigrant song. Oh, the Thor song. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, immigrant. Yeah. So I don't know if that's seventy yeah. years, but People that would are probably. Probably don't know these. Songs. I know. I feel embarrassed <laughs> when I just said um, that. <laughs> yeah, my my son added that to his playlist because of Thor, because it's on the Thor. Well, video. Thor is pretty um, awesome. Yeah. So. That should be a question like, who's your favorite Marvel character? Okay, who is it? Well, Black Widow, obviously. Black Widow? Okay. But second, would Thor would be up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Thor's who, mine for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I follow Chris Hemsworth on, uh, not TikTok, Instagram. <laughs> you probably should on TikTok. It's probably hilarious. I follow him on Instagram. And he's he's a pretty funny guy. And I, whenever, I, I mean, obviously he plays Thor, but he plays himself, such like himself. Yeah. Like there's not really a lot of acting other yeah, than like he's his just a goofy guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Easy so. on the eyes too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um but yeah, I mean, anything else you wanna spout out here? Any challenges coming up or anything? Stay tuned. Okay. Something on there. No horizon. teasers yet then. No huh? te- okay. No, I don't have anything to tease. That's good. Yep. How about you? Anything um, to tease? I'm just finishing up with a eight week metabolic reset. Oh, yes. Um, it's going pretty well. Um, I kind of said this from the get-go, but it's one of those. And my, my point in doing it was to get some some quick wins mm-hmm. right off the new year. Because I, we know that people who don't see results quickly usually fall off. Yeah. Quitters um, Day. I didn't yeah. know that Quitters until Day. I listened to your podcast yeah. episode about that. January 17th. Like second Friday or I, I don't know, third Friday yeah. or something like that. Uh, Quitters Day. Um, so my goal is to get some quick wins for people. But it's uh, kind of a planned meal plan, you know, which I'm, I've had success with them. I've had su- not success with them, 
You know, it, it's a certain individual that likes meal plans. Yeah. Right. Yes, some agree. do, some don't. Restrictive yeah. diets, they, they're good and they're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what this was. Um, so some people are seeing some pretty good results. Um, but a few have kind of hit some obstacles and stuff. And so we've talked and chatted and kind of broke it down to like, what's the thing you can do consistently and do it consistently well? You yeah. know, maybe that's just just working out because that's mm-hmm. better than what you were doing before. Or it's just eating whole foods. Right. So we kind of abandoned the plan a little bit, but, you know. Um, I think that's what makes you a good coach, though, is mm-hmm. you're able to, it's not cookie cutter. It's not, here's what everyone is going to go through. It's, you probably have a general idea. Sure. But then you adapt each person yep. like you're doing. Like you yep. abandon the plan. Sometimes you have to fucking do that. Right. And that's that's what I told them too. Like, you know, you're not just because you're not following through on what's written or what the program says doesn't mean you failed. No. You know, it's just easier to go a different route. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still get to your destination by doing a detour. Mm-hmm. You know, but but I think overall it's it's pretty good. Um but as far as anything else coming up, nothing yet. I think I'll maybe wait till summer or something. Yeah. So yep. get those people before they hit the beach and all that. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, one question I have for you. Do you find yourself as a, as a coach and a trainer and business owner, do you get busier January 1st or is it kind of a lag? Hmm. Cause I found I've been training since 2007 and initially like my first few years, January would be kind of busy. Um, global gym membership was busy, mm-hmm. but training never was. It wasn't until like end of February or March where business for me specifically picked up. And I'm not sure, and that could be because the Quitters Day, people were doing things by themselves, figure out they couldn't, and then they hire somebody. Right. Or if it's like wedding season starts to come up in the summertime, you know, I haven't really pinned it down yet, but I kind of go with like they did it for a while, didn't see results, and they need some help. You know, I, okay, before you just said that, I would have said, oh, well, it doesn't seem to be any sort of correlation. But now that you say that, it does feel like just in the couple years of being more established, I, yeah, early spring, mid-summer even, which is okay. kind of weird, and then close to the Thanksgiving holiday break. Sure, okay. Um, but I know it strongly correlates to, like, how consistent – consistent am i with my my posting and my relevance and stuff like that so yeah that plays a big role yeah i've been like i said i haven't dug too deep into analyzing it but just anecdotally that's kind of what i've seen yeah which makes sense exactly what you said yeah but um well cool well thanks for coming out um we'll go ahead and wrap this up we're pushing ooh, almost an hour dang it i wanted to hold the record yeah so (laughs) um Hopefully this isn't too long for people, but definitely give it a listen. So, yeah. All right. Take care.